with all things COVID, uh, Jason Fratsky, who is incident commander at uh, Mayo and our guest this morning on the Crosstalk. Uh, uh, Jason, good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us. What kind of, got to ask, what kind of impact is uh, the uh, Johnson & Johnson hold going to have on Mayo's ability to inoculate people? Well, good morning, Mike. Uh, you know, it, cert- it will have uh, some degree of impact. I and mean, we were uh, in the midst of uh, working with uh, some local uh, community areas about uh, doing a uh, special vaccine where we had we received a grant uh, to do that in the community uh, for some high-risk individuals uh, relative uh, uh, to that. And Johnson Johnson was going to be the vaccine we are going to use. So uh, we're going to have to step back and see uh, what we will do uh, in light of that. Um, but, um, yeah, so, I, you know, we still continue and do have uh, other vaccines available. But uh, because of the, we we're going to go outside of our normal footprint here uh, and help uh, within the community, uh, it's going to be really nice to be able to give one shot and be done. Um, but uh, that's not the case. Uh, so we'll have to see what uh, transpires and go from there. I'm I'm curious because I still get texts on Wednesday from people who want me to ask you about other forms of medication uh, besides the vaccine. Are you treating uh, COVID patients with any other uh, medication besides the vaccine when they come to uh, to Mayo? Uh, the short answer is yes. So if we catch an individual with a positive test very early. Uh, we're able to give them what we call a monoclonal antibody, which is essentially a way to sort of boost your immune system. And the effect that has is, especially for people who are at, uh, medically at a high risk or, or, or older, is that it gives them a significant boost in terms of not getting these severe symptoms. And really, the, the intent is that, you know, it isn't going to make everything go away but it will uh, prevent individuals uh, from being uh, hospitalized or, you know, have sort of uh, reactions uh, from the, the virus that would be detrimental. And that's been very, very successful. Um, typically, we will contact the individual uh, if they meet that criteria and get them in as quickly as possible to get, uh, which is a, like a couple hour infusion and you're done. So, and that happens to someone who tests positive somebody who comes in and says i don't feel good you run the test oops they've got covid then they qualify for those other uh, uh, medication options is that correct that's correct so it's not a preemptive uh, medication it's once we know you have it and that window is you know within within 24 to 48 hours we want you coming in and getting an infusion otherwise it doesn't have the same effect all right so right away if you start having symptoms uh, or think you might have COVID, then get to the hospital. Otherwise, the vaccine is in an attempt to keep you from getting the vaccine or the uh, uh, virus. Is that correct? That's correct. And that's been, uh, I'd say, wildly successful uh, for the majority of people who received it, for sure. And what do you tell those who think this is just a, a giant government uh, attempt to take over uh, control of our lives, our bodies, our health care? Uh, there are still those people who think uh, they haven't heard from anybody uh, recently who thinks there's a microchip uh, in the vaccine. But I still hear from people who think this is just the government getting us ready to do whatever we're told, no matter what. <laughs> well, what I can say is that if we go back to, uh, you know, the November time frame when we had that last spike, um, I, I had people working 
you know, round the round the clock uh, to take care of uh, COVID patients, where we had almost 40 of them in our hospital, um, and it was a very stressful. And obviously, our community had a high incident rate uh, since we began that uh, vaccination. Um, we have here anywhere from zero to one to maybe two patients in our hospital on any given day, which is a significant improvement. And so I can only tell you from my experiences here and the number of, you know, intently ill people that we have is significantly decreased. And I can't think of any better reason uh, around, you know, individuals saving lives and not having people get sick and families impacted than that to get the vaccine. So uh, uh, it's less about the government takeover of your health care and your body and more about the potential of keeping you out of the hospital if you get COVID and it becomes serious. Correct. Correct. I just wanted to hear you say that. I appreciate it. Appreciate it very much. It is. And and now you know why we need to keep having these conversations, uh, Jason, because there are still people out there with questions. I appreciate your time this morning. And it is good to know that the other two vaccines available besides uh, Johnson and Johnson that is currently paused uh, will not slow very significantly the number of people who are getting vaccinated if you want the vaccination. 